This is Ryan Watching the Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gone balls out in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 208. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw on the mic. How you doing, Kevin? Good for you. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. What is happening? Uh, hey, bud. All right. <laughs> what movie do we have you watch this week? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Picked this in honor of Mother's Day coming out. So, uh, there's several movies named Mother's Day. The first of yep. which we had Ryan watch this week came out in 1980. This is a trauma movie, and it's directed by Charles Kaufman. I have a synopsis here. Three female friends on a camping trip are kidnapped by a pair of brothers who take the women back to their home and brutalize them, all for the pleasure of their demented mother. So it sounds pretty much exactly like the new one that's coming out this week, from the sounds of it. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mother's Day? There's three women, and they grow like they every year they go on a vacation together. and. This particular year, they decided to go camping in the middle of nowhere. And boy, does that turn out to be a bad decision. Um, Funny too, because <laughs> they, they warn them. There's like multiple people that warn them, like, don't go there. It's dangerous. Yeah, you should not go there. Sounds famous. They, they just go Yeah. Ignore everything. And, uh,. They also, there's a, I think it's the second scene in the movie. Uh, these two younger, uh, I assume they're like in their 20s, they uh, pull the score aside, and after a while, they end up. The, the mom is driving these two other people in this car. Because their car breaks down there in the middle of nowhere. So they're driving along. All of a sudden, this car breaks down. And the mom, who's like 80, gets out, pops on, starts looking at the car. Meanwhile, her two sons come and cut the guy's head off that is with them and take the girl. They're pretty much rape or right in front of their mom. And their mom just smiles and nods there, nods her head. And so anyway, these three girls decide to go camping at the same part. And they're eventually taken over by these two. They're hillbillies, but they're like, I don't know how to explain They're very odd hillbillies. <laughs> and yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know how to better explain In what, what way do you think they're odd? They're just, they're weird. They're like, kind of the like... Way, the way they act is weird. They act like children, so okay. they seem to be, like, learning disabled. Yeah. Gotcha. So... These three girls in the woods going to the campsite. All of a sudden, they get attacked by these two. And 
They take them all and chain two of the women up in their basement. They take the third woman to their bedroom, do quote unquote, have fun with her. So they're having fun and they almost kill her. And somehow the other two girls escape the basement. And then there is a montage. The, the the two guys are at this exercise regimen, and it's really just like they 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 train like foot stabbing, potato sacks and flower sacks, and they're all they they immediately decide to leave the girls alone. And just go outside and do this with their mom. And meanwhile, the girls escape the basement. Go up and find the half-dead third girl. And take her outside and take her away from all of this. And she does. So they strap up, you know, the guns and weapons they possibly can. And go back and try to murder everyone. And then the sister of the mother uh, comes out and attacks the girls after their revenge. And that's the end of the movie. Mm. I know it doesn't make much sense, but. And actually, made perfect sense to me. I was gonna say, of all of all the movies where you've kind of given us a rundown, this one made the most sense. Yeah, like I could follow from point A to point B. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward to me. Uh, So, what'd you think of this? It wasn't a good movie, but it's kind of entertaining to watch it one time. I actually agree. Um, As far as trauma movies go, I mean, when you when you hear the trauma name, you immediately think oh god this is going to be the worst thing ever but this was one of their really early ones and it's not it's not like their other movies at all not absolutely terrible no i mean it's not good but it's 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 not on the same level as a class of newcomb high or something like that i mean i I like class of newcomb high but i realized that it's absolutely awful it's just different it's got a different tone to it it doesn't go for like the gross out stuff. It's more of like a straight up horror movie. Okay. But the uh, the blood effects they're still terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean it it's... looks like fucking red paint. <laughs> oh, they got the red paint blood going on? Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. It's like a different totally different shade of blood and it just looks like red paint. That's my favorite in old movies where, you know, like the, the color doesn't even match. And even like the, the viscosity of, of the blood is nothing like real blood. Yeah, it's like nothing like, even close. Yeah. Like all of I those love, Italian horror movies from oh the 70s God, and 80s. It's so amazing. I all love of it. them did that kind of blood. And there's like, which one? I think it's like Sisters, De Palma's movie. It's almost like orange. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I don't think so. It looks orange. It's like Campbell's tomato soup. Didn't, didn't didn't you just send out a tweet earlier this week 
of a guy that had the the red <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was an Italian movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. The, the, I don't know what what was going on. Yeah, he got he got shot, and of course, and I love that. That was my other favorite thing about movies is like anytime someone would get shot in the chest or the stomach or something, they would immediately spit up blood, yeah, like the, immediately. Yeah, it would immediately start coming out of the mouth. <laughs> so that's what was going on with that guy. All right, so you didn't you didn't hate Mother's Day. Tell us a little bit more more about your thoughts on on the movie. Just mean the the team. Not well put together. <laughs> and, like, there's one scene when they're scamming the house, and they have a uh, sleeping bag. Sleeping bag, like, yes, they're just the total sleeping bag. But one of them wraps themselves up, and the other one lowers herself or lowers this girl to the ground from the second floor. Now, first of all, she's lower with, like, a fucking piece of yarn. <laughs> it's, there's no way uh, that piece of rope or whatever it was would be able to handle the weight of a human being. Second of all, while well, she's being lowered, the yeah, rope cuts her hands like fishing line one, but it like takes like it goes halfway through her hand, and then fake blood comes out. Well, I mean, if the rope's sliding through her hands, it would cut her up. Yeah, that would tear your shit up. But I do remember that scene, and I remember that it's not sliding through her hands. She's just lowering her, and all of a sudden, her hands just start bleeding profusely. She's very frail. Thin, thin skin. (laughs) Very thin. Uh, To me, this movie is kind of like, uh, I'm sure that it was uh, cashing in on the success of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a lot, to me, it's a lot like that movie. It's kind of a mashup between Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe even Deliverance, where it's this weird backwoods family living in a really creepy house, and they you know, go after this this group of girls. It's definitely got a Texas Chainsaw vibe, but it's really goofy at times too. Almost like Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, and it's oh, they, got, they got some comedic elements in there. Well, I don't know if you'd call them that. I mean, <laughs> they're supposed to be, but not not sure if it the, works. The storyline is very loose. Like if something happened. I don't, I don't know. Uh, throughout the movie, when something needs them and it does, mm. I don't know. It makes sense. So it just seems like it's kind of lazy, lazy script writing, maybe. Yeah. Okay. But that seems odd that it would be, because it kind of seems like the narrative is so like basic. Yeah, it's it pretty wouldn't basic. Be that, wouldn't be that difficult to pull off. It's like it, you wouldn't have to do that much work, I wouldn't think. Eh, you wouldn't think so. They deliberately, I remember they deliberately made the girls really, really unlikable, too. Like, they were just horrible, horrible people. And I really like when they're, when they're first walking through the woods 
They make a trail of beer cans. Yeah. Just throw beer cans on the ground. There's three of them. And there's literally a beer can like every three. It's like 500 empty beer cans. (laughs) First of all, I don't know where they're getting them. (laughs) It's like a giant garbage bag full of empty beer cans. (laughs) They have magical pockets for beer. It's just replenished. Well, I remember there was a scene early on when they would go to that general store, and the two the t- two of the girls have uh, like shopping bags over their heads, like paper paper um, oh, yeah. the grocery bags, and, and they're walking through the woods them. And they go into the general store, and first of all, they barge in so fast that the guy cuts his hand open because the the like the shopkeeper or whatever he's like cutting. He's like trimming his nails with like a Bowie knife or something. And he cuts his hand and they act so horrific. They destroy, they basically destroy his shop and then leave. Even though he's like, don't go there. I'm warning you. Then they just, then they're like, all right, well, we'll just trash his fucking shop. Oh, jeez. They're just, they're terrible. Those girls are terrible. I like reading. Some of the these the goofs the goofs and the trivia for this movie. Apparently, there's a caption that reads Chicago at the beginning of the film, but the doorman clearly states that they are in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're supposed to be in New York because they end up because the one girl I think lives in New York, and then they are meeting in New Jersey for some reason. To go on their trip. It's weird. It's a weird movie. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And I do, I like the trivia. Prior to filming, a dead body was found in the house used in the film. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Let's see. I'm going to look at some of these other goofs. What? Continuity. The Dauber's socks when he strips on the baseball field? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. That's pretty terrible. There's one dude that trips in the baseball field at night and they start fucking something and they turn all the lights on in the baseball stadium and start yelling at him over the loudspeaker that bears him. I like this one that says boom mic visible. When the old man is talking to the girl whose mammoth left breast takes up the right side of the screen, the boom mic <laughs> drops into the front of the frame. <laughs> oh. Her mammoth left breast takes up the right side of the screen. <laughs> Absolutely mammoth. Uh, I don't remember I don't remember that part. The- yeah, I don't remember uneven boobs. Interesting. All right, let's talk about the the director here, Charles Kaufman, or as I like to call him, Charlie Kaufman. Uh, he really hasn't done much. Hasn't done much. So, um, in addition to Mother's Day, he previously directed a film called The Secret Dreams of Mona Q. After that, he did When Nature Calls in 1985, and then a film called Jakarta. In 1988, when nature calls, this is another trauma movie from the looks of it, and it looks like it's about a woman, a Gone with the Wind esque poster, but it's a woman with a bear. Is it, is it a man bear? 
It looks like a man. Barry's wearing a collared shirt. Oh, are you telling me a bear with a collared shirt on? Like a polo or something? Is that what you're telling me? It's like a button-down, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That sounds amazing. The tagline is, you've gotta go. So it's the title is, when nature calls, you gotta go. Oh my god. When construction worker Greg becomes fed up with his foreman and the city life, he takes his wife and kids on a wilderness adventure. I really hope that Greg is a bear in that button-down shirt. I, yeah, I don't I don't know. This one might be available. Um, for those of you interested in checking out Mother's Day, it is available for free on YouTube. Troma has a lot of their movies streaming on YouTube, and Mother's Day is one of them. Maybe When Nature Calls is another one. I don't know. I would like to point out that David Strathairn is in When Nature Calls. Oh, nice. Just a heads up. Nice. Just a heads up. Uh, looks like this other movie he did, Jakarta. Um, is Chris Noth in it? Yeah. CIA agent roams the streets of New York, haunted by the death of a beautiful woman he fell in love with while on assignment in Jakarta. Hmm. That actually sounds like a movie. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, one looks like it's it. somewhat legitimate. I don't know. Uh, that's pretty much all he did. He He has some writing credits. He wrote... Several episodes of Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. Nice. Yeah. Uh, he, he did, it looks like he did almost all of the episodes of Dennis the Menace, the cartoon show. And that's pretty much it. He did an episode of Alien Nation, uh, writing-wise. That's wow. it. Not, so, he didn't, he didn't do too much. Um, and it should be noted that in 2010, they did remake Mother's Day. And uh, Rebecca De Mornay played the, she played the mother. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. Did, did I saw it, but I don't remember anything about it. Jamie King was in it. I know that. And and Frank Grillo and Sean Ashmore, but I don't remember if I liked it or not. Uh, apparently, I wrote a review uh, or a little blurb on Rotten Tomatoes for this that says that it's better than the original, but it's still nothing, nothing to talk about, which mm. I don't even remember writing. So, cool. That was. Good. It's uh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for Charles Kaufman. Do you want to talk about uh any any other thoughts on Mother's Day before I give you a drum roll, Ryan? Worth watching at least once. All right. At least it's me like my. So you wouldn't? You definitely wouldn't watch it a second time, though. No. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this one, Ryan. What do you give Mother's Day? Three. That's a three out of ten. It seems it's the way you were talking. It seems like it'd be a little higher than that. I'm so, I I'm just so confused by how he does things because there's so many times where you know we have those terrible movies that he'll watch like twice in one day. And I watch them so I can talk about them better. But then this one, it sounds like it wasn't that bad, and you and you kind of enjoyed it, but you're hitting it with the three. I, I enjoyed the funny parts. And, uh, now, did you know this because you laughed out loud? Huh? Did you did you know this because you laughed out loud? Uh, at the beer canteen, I did. <laughs> now, and also when they raped the girl, and the mother smiles, and like so, like it's completely normal. She encourages it. If she yeah. she. Because I remember that when they get the three girls and they pick the one, 
and they play like those games, the those like dress up games where they kind of role play and it 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 just starts off with her being what was she she was like uh sitting on a park bench or something reading a book and she gets attacked and it like it starts off as this kind of role play thing but it just eventually devolves into the one guy just grabbing her and throwing her on the ground and raping her and, the, and then and the... my rapier just stops and they go on to the next scene yeah and and the and the mom's like loving it. She's like clapping, and she's she's really into it. It's uh when you think about it, it's a pretty fucked up movie. Yeah, I don't think you have to think about it that much <laughs> to come to the yeah, that's true. Fucked up I dig- yes, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's pretty messed up. And I the old the the lady that plays the mom, I thought did did a pretty good job of being a creepy old lady. Yeah, she wears a, she wears one of those neck braces the whole time. Uh, what was her name? I don't I don't know what her name was. Beatrice Pond. Beatrice Pond. Yeah, she played the mother. Apparently, her name she's credited as Bruce Ross. Hmm. What? It's like everyone has different names. Yeah, that's I guess weird. originally credited. Yeah, like. Frederick Coffin was Holden McGuire. Michael McCleary was Billy Ray McQuaid. They didn't want to have their real names accredited to this. And that might that might be true. I don't know. It's interesting. I pro- I, I know I wouldn't. If I was... uh, especially if they're especially if they were just like non actors and they're just like helping out a friend of theirs. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently the the film was shot for one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. How'd they get that much money? <laughs> Where did they get it from? I'm guessing maybe Troma? No? Well, it says Troma, Troma is listed as a production company, so my guess is Troma gave them some money, and it looks like they had a couple other production companies, Duty Productions and Saga Films. So they, they got some money. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, so what do you think about this new Mother's Day, Ryan? Are you interested in that? Nope. Nope. Sure. Gary Marshall? Nope. What, a, what if I told you that Jennifer Aniston was in it? Nope. Kate, Kate Hudson? Hudson? Nope. Hmm? Julie Roberts? Nope. Tilly, Tim, yeah, Tillothy. Timothy Oliphant? Nope. I, I prefer Tillothy. <laughs> I like all these people, but I refuse. This is going to be like that Valentine's Day movie, right? Yeah, I mean, it was. I think Gary Marshall did do Valentine's Day, didn't he? Yeah, he did Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in that at all. New Year's Eve got a 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Valentine's Day got an 18%. It looks like Gary Marshall is one of the worst directors ever. I'm sorry to say. He He directed Exit to Eden in 1994. That got a 6%. Like, almost all of his movies are, are considered rotten. I think his... Well, he did A League of Their Own. Now it got a 77. And that was one of his highest rated movies. Either that or Pretty Woman, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. What did Pretty Woman get? 62. <laughs> Pretty Pretty Woman got a 62. Frankie and Johnny got a 78. And those... Uh, oh, he did one called The Flamingo Kid. That got an 88. And... That's it. Those were the only 
That's it. This is the only ones? He he acted in Soap Dish, but yeah. Those are the only ones that were fresh. All the rest rotten. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You should just stick with acting. So Ryan wants nothing to do with Gary Marshall's Mother's Day. No. What if it involved an old woman? What if what if it was the same movie as a remake of this one? And yeah, they just didn't they didn't tell you yet. Same cast. They've been faking it this entire time. But Jennifer Aniston plays the mother, and her sons are played by Jason Sudeikis and Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want I would see that. <laughs> and they kidnap and they kidnap Kate Hudson and Julia Roberts. There you go. Margo Martindale. Yeah, Marco. Oh, okay. Well, then she's the mother, clearly. Oh, you think? I think it would be better if she wasn't the mother. I think it would be better, but I think that she would definitely be cast as the mother, for sure. I guess. Her character's name is Flo in this movie. Can, can you think of a more stereotypical Margot Martindale character name than Flo? And I really hope... I wonder if she plays an aunt and they make a joke. God, I hope they don't. Probably not. I, I could see Gary Marshall doing that, though. I could see her playing a sweet waitress at a diner. Mm, I could see that too. I'd I'd be willing to bet that's what she is. And John Lovitz is in it, and he plays Jackie Byrne. Jennifer Garner is in this as well. John Lovitz. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll be skipping this one, definitely. Most definitely, yes. Yeah. All right, uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, on Mother's Day or Mother's Day? Nope. Would you rather watch the 1981 over the 2016 one? No, 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 no. How about this? Because you said you only watch it once. Would you rather watch Mother's Day for a second time or the new one? Probably the old one for a second time. Wow. I think I'd probably agree with you on that one. I'd I'd probably watch Mother's Day 1980 for the first time. It's probably a lot more entertaining and a lot more fun to watch than this new one. I mean, it sounds terrible, but Gary Marshall's Mother's Day sounds even worse. It's terrible, but it's you have that so bad it's good vibe yeah. happening. You know, you get a couple get a couple drinks. Well, I would also like to point out that Mother's Day is two hours long. Ugh. Gary Marshall's Mother's Day is two hours long. They Why? need that time. They need that time to interweave those stories. Well, you got three generations going together. I mean, they're coming together in the week leading up to Mother's Day. Gotta weave those generations. I like how there's not even a plot to it. It's just three generations come together in the week leading up to Mother's Day. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you you need. need. That's all you need to know. And I hope that it's just two hours of build up to Jason Sudeikis showing up with flowers. Like, (laughs) hi, Mom. And he's like, I gotta go. I'm sorry, Mom. I gotta go. I'm really busy. Gotta go. And he stays for like two minutes. It's like like real life Mother's Day. (laughs) Yeah, where he sends flowers like three days later and calls her (laughs) on his cell phone (laughs) on his lunch break. And he's just like, I'm really sorry. It just just, cuts to him uh, sending an email to his mom from work. (laughs) Just just shooting her (laughs) on his smoke break. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. XO, XO. And they show him going to like. Uh, one of those flower, one of those flower sites online, ordering flowers to be delivered to her. That's it. Two hours of that. That I might see. That I, that I might check out. It's because just it sounds really experimental and and odd. It, yeah, it's just two hours of his work day. 
<laughs> leading up to that fifteen that first fifteen minute break. Oh god. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, again, you can watch the 1980 version of Mother's Day on YouTube uh, from Troma's channel. I, I guess if you just type in Troma Entertainment or probably just Mother's Day 1980, it'll, it'll pop up there and you can watch that along with a whole bunch of other Troma movies. Uh, I totally forgot that they did that where they have like a whole shitload of their movies available for free in HD on YouTube. Pretty cool that they decided to go that route. Uh, any final thoughts, Ryan, before we close this out? No. Nope. All right, there you have it. Um, remember, you can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net, and you can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash filmpulse is the address. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name is Adam Patterson, and we will see you next week. See you later. <laughs>